Their goal is to bring you a podcast that sounds more like everyone else than anyone else. We need to accept the fact that we are like every other podcast. We want to be special, but we're not quite there yet. It's the Zenial Odyssey Podcast with Remy and Bobby Rocks. everybody welcome back we we're back everybody it's been a few weeks we have been going through our own illnesses i had yeah. the food poisoning rem got covid yeah we had those back to back but hey you know what here we are we're back on the air to do more episodes for you guys feels good glad to be back missed you buddy oh i know missed you too uh so in the meantime i did an interview in person with my friend steve the musician did the interview with uh jason cox uh former marine works with veteran services he talked a lot about how he's been dabbling for a couple years in cannabis and has started getting into yes psychedelics and he talked about the netflix documentary how to change your mind which I know you said you haven't seen yet. I haven't seen, which I'm, you know, I'm a little ashamed of because, like, I consider myself to be really progressive with stuff like that. Please, please see it. It's, yeah, it's no, just no, from, no, from the educational, from the informative standpoint. The yeah. episodes are wonderful, and and I really would like to do an episode on that, but I, I would rather you have seen it first because this, yeah, I'll this, do things, it this week. things I've, I I want to talk about that I my takeaways that are just magical. Some of the stuff I, I experienced, but I figure the first thing we can do is I did go on the facebook page just to let people know that we were going to do like an episode between season one and season two yeah so i figured that can be the first thing we do here there's there's no format there's it's very loosely structured we're just really talking about kind of existence yeah things that we our takeaways while we're recording season two things that we can be happy that people we think people can look forward to we also can talk about things we've learned from season one and and our interactions with people by the way just so you know as of today 
uh, season one as a whole, 223 downloads. I think that's phenomenal. Good, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't realize, I mean, it's September now. It's We're getting into fall. The first episodes dropped right after Memorial Day. So we're coming up in like four months. So literally the the podcast has been out out on the interweb for four months. And we, we have 223 downloads and we're literally doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, just letting it organically float for a bit. Yeah, like I know I say we have a Facebook page, but it's not like I sit there and I'm like always on it. I'm yeah. always pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I'm always networking with it. No, no, I do a little bit of that, but it's more just like... Let the fire catch. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. I mean, at this point, at this point of this tweener episode, we have 16 completed episodes for season two. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I still have that lofty goal of at least 30 episodes for season two. And then we'll release it. There are going to be some differences. We have new intros and outros. I plan on, I did a little bit of it messing around in season one with promos. And uh, we're going to have, at the end of this episode, we will release the trailer for season two. Yeah. I think that'll be phenomenal. That'll that'll close out this episode. It's about two, a little over two minutes long. Nice. And it's got some highlights from season one. It's got some introductory things from season two, things you guys can look forward to. We give shout outs to people who have either followed the podcast. Supported. Yeah. Yeah. And we're right in line with what Rem said. Like, he'd be happy if we had five. We have three. Four months in, we have we basically are adding a follower a month. Yeah, no, that works, man. Yeah, uh, again, because we've given those shout outs before, the followers are in no particular order. It's Jamie Stew. What Jamie, up, Stewie? Jamie Stewart, uh, Rebecca Harvey. That's, that is a, an alum from our uh, our former employer that we both worked at. And then uh, our friend, uh, but my really good friend, Stephen Hayward, the musician, started following it. He uh, is looking forward to So we, I, I asked him about promoting yeah promoting his music on the youtube with through us and through the facebook page but he said that the co-writer and the co-creator of the music is he's doing with the music what what we're doing with this yeah like he's learning as he goes he's mastering and they're they're going back in to re-record everything and master it oh nice so he said he wanted me to wait for that and that I'm makes like, sense. okay all right so there's a little teaser for everybody and our good friend who we interviewed twice, uh, Steve Hayward, uh, also known in the greater uh, Bridgewater area as Goonie, he said that we have to wait till everything's mastered and then I can start putting that stuff out. For people that we both know that are friends with him, you're already seeing it because he posts videos and he does a lot of live stuff. But the mastered stuff is amazing and you'll be able to find it on SoundCloud. So um, what are some takeaways that you have? For what season? Just, season just one. Season. Uh, you know, I know we did the wrap up for season one. That yeah. was the last episode right before Labor Day that came out, and we did talk about it then. But now here we are, four months later, we're working on season two. So, what are some uh, takeaways you have? Well, first of all, you know, I mean, I got to do the most basic thing and and kind of give you the shout out for birthing this little mutant baby. It's been fun to uh, be a part of it. Um, for me. Listening back to listening back to season one specifically and some of our older stuff, it's funny how easy it is. Excuse me, <clears throat> still get the COVID cough a little bit. How easy it is to scrutinize yourself. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there were moments when I look back <clears throat> and I'm like, oh man, I'm coming across as kind of vanilla. But that's just an egocentricity because it doesn't matter how I'm coming across; it's how the unit and the, the show comes across. And yeah. I think it's really balanced. With different opinions and mm-hmm. different viewpoints. I think for me, the point I'm at now is where you 
reached like two months ago where you're really excited to interview people and bring people on board. That's where I'm starting to get because I'm starting to learn that the most compelling that what makes this format so compelling is not the same voices. It's a multitude of voices representing different sides of arguments and discussions. And I mean, even just talking to people, like you said, your buddy is an amazing musician and, uh, you know, the the Marine opening up about his trauma and talking about psychedelics. Yep. As much as, like, I wasn't as involved with those episodes as I would have liked for a multitude of reasons, just because I wasn't well, you weren't well, it just shit didn't work. Mm-hmm. But I have to give you props for those two because they're really, really, it, it's solid work. Oh, thank you. And I like the fact that potentially we will sit down with people here who will challenge us. It yep. hasn't happened and that's fine. I'm not looking for it, but I am looking forward to it. I think it creates the environment that we have envisioned. Yeah. Like we, we if we truly say if it's it's a safe space, it should be a safe space for people who have differing opinions from ours. Yeah. I think that's that's perfect. And that should that should be something. And it gets us away from the the toxicity that exists in all it seems like in all other formats. It, I really feel like uh, one section of like even podcasts is about being adversarial yeah it's a, to, to, to have a good podcast yeah, yeah where people can at worst agree to disagree and just appropriate politely explain their 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 side of it and maybe we get some common ground and if we don't at least we're not we're not gonna be assholes to each other yeah and it's it's again at the end of the day it's it's adults having a discussion Right, we need to get back to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's ultimately what it is, you know. I think that the podcast is sort of a callback to when humans broke bread together. Yeah. I think yeah. it's become, that's become a dying thing. Like, we still do, but it's not what it was. Someone will have a phone in their hand. There's just always outside stimuli now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the podcast sort of brings it back to the idea of five people sitting around a campfire. Yeah, and... What I want to stress in that bringing an adversary, these are people that we, we're friends with. Yeah, yeah. These are people we have we have uh, connections with, and it's just we have different points of view, and it's important to show as many sides as possible. To show that, I mean, we live in a world where it's really about putting you in a category. Putting you in a category. Categories, yeah, they make it... Unfortunately, They yeah. make the world... On the one hand, they make the world easier to navigate or they make it easier to kind of figure things out. But on the other hand, it divides people and uh, if people go to their quote-unquote respective corners at some point. Yeah. We see that playing out in our country right now and I think that's that's uh, dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting in a, a boiling pot of just tension. Yeah. We literally, we're, we're at a point now where the country, for example, the states that have made abortion illegal, yeah. you see that there's a people like moving there that we're seeing the areas of the country where people are moving to that align with their color the, their, the yeah, color of their fucking yeah instead party. of just living where you're where you're at and, yeah. and just kind of navigating the world like that and then understanding that you're not always going to be around people that just hive mind i think that and i think ultimately that that is that's a step where uh we are heading in a dangerous place yeah i think we have been for a minute you know it's the next progressive step that's like uh uh-oh and i i think for a lot of people right now the fear in discussion is that you have two opposing sides are going to discuss something until it explodes into something more yep and i think a format like this makes that less possible in a way that's dangerous to people it lets it lets to me it lets us uh 
I think when it gets to this part of it, I've already, I've said before, whether we've done it on this show or I've just said it to people, I think it's all bullshit. And we we still live in a, a, a monarchy. Yeah. The, the difference is we don't have kings and queens. We have corporations that have more influence. Speaking of queens, hey. I know, yeah. Rest, rest in peace, queen, queen Elizabeth. Uh, depending on who you are is what your perspective is. And what I mean by that is uh, this is a thank you for bringing her up because my wife's family is from uh, St. Lucia and St. Lucia is a part of the, officially they're a part of England. UK, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they were run by Queen Elizabeth, the monarchy. She's on their, um, the Eastern Caribbean uh, dollar. I think that's what it's, oh, or, okay. cur- or ECC, Eastern Caribbean currency. Okay. Uh, and I believe they've already, like the day she died, in St. Lucia, I believe, like, are you seeing it in other countries in the, in the Eastern Caribbean? Like they're already petitioning to be sovereign. Yeah. You know, breaking immediately, the, break the monarchy. So they may have a differing opinion about what's gone on, uh, uh then maybe people in England. Yeah. I'll, I guarantee it. I mean, that would be a, another example where it would be nice to talk to some opposing sides that, that yes. understood and represented a little better. Um, you know, for those, if we just kind of brushed over that or something too quickly, the queen just died. I'm sure you guys are well aware of that by the time you hear this. But um, it's interesting. It's an interesting. It's an interesting moment in history because I think there are people, especially here, who look at their monarchy as archaic, as systematically set in place with old world values that somehow still get allowed. Um, and people fail to realize that we just changed names and faces and who has that power, but it's nothing else has changed. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. very similar system to what is existed. Yes. Yeah, so I think there's, there's a split right now where some people, um, are like, you know, it's that old sex pistols, like what? Call them, save the queen. Like the idea of mocking those in power. Is, has always been, I think, you know, somewhat seductive. But it's interesting because the, half the world, I think, is like, we don't give a fuck and half the world's upset. You know? Half the world's like that psychiatrist in the uh, Amber Heard, Joni Depp uh, <laughs> trial. Yeah, just, Isn't she dead? Just, yeah, belligerent. Yeah. Um, but, you know, above all else, I do want to say what, you know, she, it, it was a loss for them. I'm not going to shit on anybody right now. I'm not going to undermine whatever you know she was 207 and she ruled for a long time and now we get that now now we get charles well we don't get charles the world gets charles and i think that's going to be kind of interesting yeah and uh we got to see through megan how how racist how racist they were crazy right that girl if you watch the footage of the funeral she's smiling bro oh yeah she's thug life she's thug she is she is thug the glasses have dropped down yep and harry and harry's like that too because kudos to harry by the way for sticking by sticking by her yeah yeah man you're gonna be loyal you know um but yeah, now she can safely drive without Princess Diana syndrome happening oh, to her. Too soon. Don't drive. No. Is it too soon? Yeah, twenty five years. Is it? Too Don't soon drive for... through any tunnels, Megan, for a little bit. But, <laughs> but, but here's the thing: the death of the Queen right now sums up the overall vibe, and it's like everything's interesting, but it, it's fucked, and it's getting darker and weirder. You know, it's been twenty twenty two has been for me. 
one of the most challenging years I've had in a long, long, long time. I can just say that. It was a, it was a nasty breakup for me. There's been a lot going on. I have to move. It's just been, it's been shitty, you know? Um, and I don't even know why. what made me tell you that it's been shitty. I think you were trying to tie it into 2022 and just, it's just another like example of 2022. Being yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the idea that was this joke when 2022 first happened where people were like, Oh, it's 2020 part two. And it was though, like kind of was, cause that was the start of COVID when everything had kind of screwed up. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, even me and Bobby being sick for the last two weeks, like it's, it's been a long year. And I think that now that we're heading into fall, there's been a lot of loss too. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of people that have fallen this year. Yep. Um, I think that, at least for myself, I want this year to end. I know it means nothing significantly. It's just a date. But I think I'm ready for 2022 to sort of lay down and give birth to a new year. So that's how I was in 2019. 2019 is, is the worst year of my life. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I was fully, to, the, to this point, I was ready for 2020. And after 2020, I said it could have been worse. It could have been 2019. No shit. Yes. Though it was better. It was it was an improvement, maybe not for the entire world, but it was for me. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. I it's funny. 2020 was one of the best years of my life. And no one understood that, but my relationship started and it mm-hmm. was healthy at first. So it was nice to have some companionship. And uh I went my buddy took me to Hawaii. That was fucking remarkable for yep. ten days. Like I didn't get sick during that. So like I had a really good 2020, but that's why I knew something was coming for me. Because there's always been a balance. They and 20, something was around the corner. Yeah. And yeah. 2022 was that for me. And it's still that for me. I mean, Christ, I got what? Three, four months left of it or whatever. Um, So fingers crossed. But yeah, thank God for this. Ultimately, my takeaway from this is it's, it's therapy. It's incredibly therapeutic. Yes. It's nice to be able to talk through your shit at least once a week. Bobby talked about how like, yeah, we don't have a, we have a handful of listeners, but it's like I feel like we're growing a, a small family situation here because these people are loyal. They keep coming back. And that's all we're asking for yeah. is like, but everyone bear with us too. We want emails and messages. What do you, we need to know what you guys like, what works best with you guys. What's, you know, what sticks out. Yep. And so for everybody, uh, again, we're tweening, we're, we're tweening. And essentially one thing that happens, and I don't want to tease, I don't want to spoil it because it's one of our episodes. I got the idea for one of our episodes because some one of you one of the lovely listeners reached out to me. Yeah. And they shared a they shared a book with me and I read that book, I dissected cool. that book, I did some research and then we literally did an episode on it where I we gave our thoughts on kind of way, the way they presented things. So there's there's kind of a teaser for I think it's going to So what I'm going to do is much like season 1, I'm going to release 5 episodes, the first 5 episodes. They're going to be released all at once. And then after that, every episode will be released on a weekly basis. That's going to be the first episode that gets released by itself. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be episode six. And again, giving the shout out to Jared Burrell, because yeah, he was the one who reached out to me. And I think that was wonderful. Uh, he's re- He reached out, gave some feedback. I think some of his very important feedback he gave is, yeah, by my own admission, I did episodes out of order when I released them yeah. in season one. So there's things that for continuity purposes don't make sense. Yeah. What I did with season two is that's what we're doing. We're releasing them as we recorded them. 
So things will, for continuity purposes, they make sense. And sequentially, it will make sense, yeah. Yeah, there's no obscure references or references to episodes that we did before that are getting released after. After. Yeah, Yeah, that was, hey, that was my faux pas, and learning on the fly, that's a part of it. I mean, that's it, you know? We said, I think that one of the first things we said is we need three months. Yeah, yeah. and and Three seasons, not even months. We need three seasons... Like the first two, especially, are essentially just throwing everything at the wall. Yeah, we're throwing things out there. And we're not, there is a point to it that we're throwing out there. Because, yeah, we try to keep a core idea for each. Yeah, it's, we're, building, we're building the foundation for us, for this, for people our age. Can I tell you what, one thing I saw that I'm just, uh, I'm seeing on Facebook that I'm just like, what the, f-? like, because I'm, see- I'm seeing it on the other end now. So I, I will admit that, yeah, Xennials, like, I, I, I consider it a participation trophy for people who are just pissed off that they don't fit in, but they get labeled in yeah. to certain uh, get millennials or Gen Y or whatever, and they see it negatively. But then on the flip side, I'm seeing reels on Facebook of uh, people talking about Gen X from like 1965 to 1985, and I'm like, no, no, what? No, that's not that's not Gen X. Like, no. I'm like, come on now, come yeah, on now. So, fuck? so here we are on top of all that. We're we're you know the. Zenical, zenial moniker aside, we're trying to just look out for people, specifically people in our age range, give ourselves that voice and a platform to listen to, to to feel like you have some place to connect or to tell us how you don't and give us your two cents and we'll openly talk about it. Yeah, man. Nothing's taboo to us. Yeah. So what are your thoughts so far? Because we're, I mean, the goal, I, I said the goal was 30 episodes. So we're about halfway there for yeah. season two. How do you think season two has been so far? Season two has been stronger. I mean, obviously. Yes, I, it, would, I would agree with that. I think that for season one, every episode was like this right now. You're right. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Yeah. We needed to figure out how to do it, but it, it was way more loose. And we would yeah. we approached the second season with themes for each episode. And we both came in with thoughts and notes and shit like that. And I think that stuff is going to evolve even more. Because, you know, basically, first season was a garage band getting together and jamming their first song. Yep. And your first song is going to be probably a cover. It's it's not going to be spectacular because y'all aren't vibing yet. Now, me and Bob go back and we have the vibe and stuff. But it doesn't mean you have the vibe on the radio for other people to pick up on. Um, so, yeah, I think second season is is a lot stronger. It's a lot more structured. I think that it flows a lot better, a lot more, more organically. Yes. You know, and that, I think that ultimately, like season one, first song, season two, second, third, fourth song, season three, your first record's ready. I was going to, I was actually going to use a, uh, a musical analogy and my musical analogy was going to be, it, we, we were, we basically season one, Tom Everett Scott had just become the drummer for the wonders. Oh Jesus! Yeah, but when they put it out, but when they put out the record, they're putting it out as the the numer- numerical wonders, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, the Oneeders!" Yeah, they were. We're the Oneeders transitioning into the wonders. Yeah, and not yeah. fully knowing or understanding yet. And I still yep. think, for me, half of the time I listen to myself and cringe. So I need to. I think by season three, I will be more like okay. And I think for me, what's because I'm the one I edit. I'm the one who edits. Yeah, you go through all the footage. So for me, that is gone now. Yeah. Like I, I, I hear myself and I'm like, all right, whatever. Nice. You know, I, I, I hear it in that moment as just a voice and is the voice of the right level? Does it have the right richness? Does it have the right tone? And that, and that's another thing that 
I would say we have done a better job on on the fly from a technical standpoint is I've also been learning. I've I've been, you know, watching tutorials. Yeah, but listen, man, Bob's the one who tells me where to like and not in a fucking way of like do it this way, but like he has the mics perfectly set up. He's figured out how far they need to be apart from each other. He's figured out the windscreens. He's figured out all the mastering. And I know a lot of people out there who are good at editing are like, cool, so do we. But Bob works his ass off. Bob's married. There's a lot going on on this dude's plate. So the fact that in the last year he's you've mastered this is really impressive, man. It's it's but from my side, I want people to know how easy I have it compared to you. It is. Like I like Bob, you know, brings me in a couple times and we do episodes. Bob's the one who then cuts through them and figures out the levels and cuts out the shit that might be meandering and stuff. So props to you, man. Oh yeah, no, thank you. And I, I do keep those uh I do keep them mastered so that we have just stuff to go back on if we want to, either for promos, either for just throwing in shit somewhere. Yeah. But at the same time, I find because my life is so busy and it's so hectic and it's just so you know what it is between my 9 to 5 job and yes, being married, I honestly I find this therapeutic for different reasons. I find it therapeutic when I'm editing yeah, I can imagine. Some people would be like, what? What?" And I'd be like, yeah, because it's completely opposite of my day-to-day. You get in the zone. Yeah, I get, I get in the zone and it gives me an, ex- an escape. It does. It gives me an escape and I, and I do appreciate the fact that I have this. And it's still considered a hobby. But much like you, you and I were talking about a few weeks ago off the air, I mean, the, the podcast seemed like a hobby that will take over your life and I'm fine with that. Yeah, man, because it's, it's not unhealthy. Yeah, there's know? nothing bad about what we're doing here. We're... Where at worst, we're two people talking into microphones, staring at each other and just, but we're just sharing and exchanging of thoughts and feelings and schemas about the world. Yeah, no, that's what it is, man. And I guess there, there's a certain level too, where it's like, you know, imposter syndrome, where at first for me, it's like, do I even deserve a, like, do I deserve this form? Am I that interesting? And yeah, yeah, I am. (laughs) So one thing. That was a joke, by the way. I know in season one, I really wanted to get people on, but it was hard for for several reasons. We got more people on. We'll have more people on in season two. And we can, by the way, and I most decided of those, we can aim high. Yeah. Most of those people, by the way, said like, well, what's so, what's so special about me? And I'm like, I think there's something special about you. And, that, and if you don't think it about yourself, hopefully by the end of this recording, you will. Yeah. Uh, I know I've talked to, um, I talked to my my brother Tim, and he said that I'm I'm dull, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna show you how you're not dull. Yeah, no, it's true. I yeah. think and that that's just like I said. I think it all comes from imposter syndrome a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people are like, wait a minute. I'll tell you one thing I have noticed through the editing is uh, I've I've gotten rid of my radio voice, and I've I've used I'm still using a projecting voice, but it's not so much false. Yeah, yeah, it's who I it's who I am. It's just I'm I'm doing it differently but i'm not uh you know hey like phil said like pantara said i'm not being something i'm not but you what people might not understand is the reason you started doing that was because none of us could get a word in edgewise on the radio show it was one of the best experiences of our life but and i kept trying to bring up guys let's roll a ball to each other so we all have equal time to talk the problem was it was four excited people in a studio who just Felt like we needed to, t- this is our old radio show, by the way, felt like we needed to talk over each other to be heard. Yeah. So Bob kind of developed a, 
a voice that would carry and like, you know what I mean? Um, so I think it was born out of necessity, but yeah, you don't need it here. No, no. Um, sometimes I feel I do if I'm just messing around with the, the little control doodads here, but I also have the limiter on there. And that's the other thing I, I have figured out through my, my practice, my kind of researching and doing this is most people say that to have the best audio quality is having like the soundboard I have even on the Zoom uh, P4 uh, digital recorder we have to make that do most of the work yeah, and not doing most of the work when I have it in Audacity, which is what I use to uh, edit the software. Edit, yeah. So I feel like we should, uh, I know I use the quote unquote disembodied voiceover guy yeah, you love for, lo for a lot of the promos. Yeah. But I think we should definitely, you and I should definitely do some cutting of promos yeah. And, and then, yeah, as ourselves. Yeah, original promos. Yeah, original promos, yeah. introduction. That's the other thing. Uh, I did share that with you, right? Wait, what? Heck? Like introductions to episodes? I don't know. Beyond, They are promos, but they're introducing the next episode. So that's another difference in season two. I literally took what I felt was the most compelling audio bites from yeah. an episode, and I, I made promos, which will introduce the next episode, and I'm going to put those on the end of an episode. So for example, there's none for episodes one through five because they're all getting released at the same time. Makes sense. However, well, I lied. There's one on five. Okay. On, on episode five, there's going to be one at the end of it that'll let you hear a summary of what I felt was the best of episode six. And then episode six will have it for seven, seven yep. and so on and so forth. So that's another level of uh, polish. That I, yeah. That I've added to the podcast for season two. And I think that it's again, much like us growing the audience, much like us growing in our comfort level, talking to one another podcast style. Again, that's another thing that I, I feel will add to the quality of the show. And I'm like, you know, I had, I had asked you a couple of different things about like potentialities. And one of those was like, you know, would you be interested in talking about some true crime stuff and some, yeah. and some supernatural stories and shit. And I think that, I've planted a lot of seeds, but I haven't taken the initiative yet. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to send you the story and then we can talk about it on the air. So I want to start doing that too because I think that I think that to an extent we're still in the uh, – we're going to be in the sticker period for a little bit. Yeah. And I think figuring out that if we step away from the normal and do some weirder stuff. And like me and Bobby, we're New England people and there's like a lot of weird supposedly mystical places around where we live. So – Talked about us going yeah, out um, and trying to like get experience and then come back and tell a story. We we live in the southern tip of the Bridgewater Triangle, which is one of those places, Freetown State Forest. Yeah. Uh, a very um, historical dark. and dark place. Yeah. Yep. So that's one thing that we can talk about on, a, on an episode. We can talk about the history of just... Um, the haunt, how the hauntedness, and I know that's not a real word, but like the hauntedness that exists in our area of the country because it's the oldest yeah, part of the country. Yeah, us in New Orleans are like the most haunted places, yeah. pretty much in in the country. And I mean, does that mean me and Bobby are gonna fucking tell you that we arm wrestle ghosts and shit? No, but I think that a lot of people up here have had situations that they find difficult to explain. At yeah. least, just like, oh, what was that? You know? Yeah. There's um, a reason it's called the supernatural. Yeah, because we don't yeah. get it. We don't understand or it. Or paranormal. It's outside of the normal. Outside of the normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's outside of explanation. And I think, you know, I wouldn't mind shooting out some broad arrows to some bigger targets and being like, listen, we don't have listeners really. 
I'm not going to fuck with you. Would you come on, please? You yeah. Know? Because when I used to get people for interviews and shit, that's how I would do it. I'd hit them up on Twitter and be like, yeah, let me, let me sit with you for an hour and, and pick your brain. So I think there's a lot of potential, but for me, you know, and I have to honestly, you know, I'm going to own this if we're talking about shit. This year has depressed the fuck out of me. This year was a hard yep. year. Like I said earlier, it was a hard year for me. But so I feel like if that if that veil needs to lift a little bit too, because I've been fucking, I've had my head up my ass this year. I would say for me, the year has been a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, the first half of the year was more of a roller coaster. Uh the second half of the year has been more just, uh, I wouldn't say terrible, but it's just been down. Yeah, and for a lot of people. Yeah, and for me, and most of that is is professionally uh, that I won't go into. Because you should Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've had this podcast. I start, I, I truly, genuinely st- built the foundations for it in February. And it's pretty much carried me through this entire year. It's given me something to focus on and and work on. It gets my mind off of the stuff that could uh, take me down. Yeah. Well said, man. Yeah. So I know one thing. This will probably be season two. No, no, no. This will probably be season three. Is that uh, I have the opportunity to go to Vegas for a weekend. So I'll definitely be doing uh, an episode out there. Nice. Out in Vegas. I'll definitely cool. bring this stuff. And I think for season three, yeah. that's when we'll take the sonic leap as far as one thing I know you've asked me about. Uh, I'm starting to look into uh, digital cameras to start actually recording it as a video. Yeah, that'd be cool. And uh, my hesitancy in that is uh, obviously we use XLR microphones. So figuring that. Because when I say camera, I'm literally talking to like a Canon uh, the Canon Rebel EL3. Like, mm-hmm. That's great camera, 4K. It's great for uh, live casting. It's great for podcast videos. But at the same time, I want to incorporate my equipment into that. And that may be a, a challenge. So it's about finding something that can work inside of the equipment. And then from there, instead of sitting across from one another, we'll sit on the same side of the right. table. Hold hands. Yeah, we'll hold hands, sing Kumbaya and all that. And we'll we'll start a fire. We'll have the fire extinguisher ready because we're inside so we can yeah, roast we marshmallows. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think at this point we can uh, just debut the season two trailer. Do it up, man. And We've hyped it up. Yeah, we'll also release it as its own. It's going to be a release by itself. But I think first and foremost, it needs to be released in this episode, because that's why we want to come on to tweener. Um, I wasn't sure. So I've done research on how long to take between seasons when you do seasons on your podcast. Okay. And I've seen everything. I've seen like uh, a two, week, a month, a six week, months, a week, three months, six, six months. And it doesn't even matter if you release episodes every week. It doesn't matter if you release episodes every month, whatever. No one really knows. So for us, we're figuring that out too. I'm going to shoot for October. Early early October. Or early October where we'll we'll start releasing season one. So by the time this makes it onto the interweb, you'll probably have a week to ten days to wait for season two to officially come on. And a lot of stuff we talked about is is really like a natural progression from yeah. season one. But like you said, Rem, we we took the time to sit down and actually formulate the 
the structure of the episodes more. Yeah. Yes. It makes a difference. Yeah, and it does. It, it makes a difference for flow. It makes a difference for um, how well I think we are in our discussions on the episode. But yeah, without any further ado, everybody, uh, this has been that tweener episode. We're glad if you checked in and hopefully you stuck out for this much and you're going to hear the trailer for season two. Enjoy. Yes, enjoy. In the first season of the Xenial Odyssey podcast, Bobby Rocks and his occasional co-host and friend, Remy, invited you with them as they spoke of travels, trials, tribulation, and the adventures of navigating life as members of the Xenial generation. Basically, I'm a professional idiot. That's really what I tell people. You can interview me, but I'm not going to be uncomfortable. Hi, it's me. I'm Remy. Send help. <laughs> Why send help? I don't know. Bobby Rocks here, joined, as always, with Remy. Hi. And I'm uh, eating munchkins. <laughs> yeah, you see Bobby's face yeah. of disappointment as he leaned in to yeah, press that. We don't know exactly where they're going to end up, but that's the whole point. What are your long-term goals and wishes for this thing? I feel like season two should be, well, definitely the two of us. Yeah, I don't want to get fired already. But as we close the curtain on season one and draw open the curtain on season two, Remy and Bobby Rocks just want you to know you ain't seen nothing yet. After an up and down first season, it's tough, isn't it? It is, but <sighs> let's be honest, it was mostly a down. Regardless, they decided to run it back again on more adventures, telling stories and tales of what it actually means to be a member of the Xenial generation with guests, listener feedback, and hopefully an improved auditory experience. Sherry Lynn Nicholas, welcome back. Thank you. Stephen, welcome. How are we going? Jason Cox, welcome to the Odyssey. Hi, thanks for having me. Shout out to Jamie Stu, Jared Burrell, and Rebecca Harvey. Welcome back to the Odyssey. It's Bobby and you and me. We're yeah. just making it and letting people find it. Just so everyone knows, he was, he was sniffing his fingers, not the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Five people listening to this do it. We've saved some lives. So please join them for their adventure during season two. Welcome back. Welcome back as always. To the Odyssey.